All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Intoxicated Sports Report. He's Gates Emoji. I'm Emerson Hip. And it's a doubleheader on Monday Night Football this weekend. And next week. And next weekend. Oh. Or, or a week, sorry. Not really, no, sure. Weekend. Not really sure why they're doing that next week, but I don't like the scheduling rules. Hey, I'm, I'm sure ESPN just throwing down some more cash to get, get more, uh, <laughs> All right. more viewers. Get more viewers and get more coverage. Not a bad idea. But, uh, yeah, I know you just had a tough uh, tough situation fantasy football-wise in the Saints-Panthers game. PSA! <laughs> if you don't play fantasy football and you're listening or watching us, just don't even start. <laughs> Terrible. It breaks your heart. It's the worst fucking thing ever. But it's my last year playing it, so it's fantastic. Yeah, okay. Come from a two-time champion, so. <laughs> it's just annoying. But I'm enjoying a nice drink. What is this? Uh, just something I threw together. It's got a little gin, a little Cointreau, lemon juice, a little uh, club soda. Okay. Yeah. I like it. A little bit of everything. Cool. But it works, right? Cheers. Ching. Cheers. How you doing? You good? Doing good. It's Monday. It is Monday. De- definitely had a case on the Mondays this morning, but powered, back, powered through. Back to our regularly scheduled time. Yes. Yes. Short week for us. Did That's we, all right. We did it on Wednesday last week? Wednesday. I yes. didn't get it out till Friday, but... It's all right. Um, actually, I guess technically Thursday night, but... But yeah. Cool. Here we are. Yeah. We are here. Saints Panthers are playing. Browns and Steelers are on the other channel, which we will switch over to that as soon as the Saints and Saints Panthers is over. Both kind of snoozers. Yeah, I mean, not not the sexiest matchups, but that's kind of what Monday night tends to give. Yeah. Although they have a pretty... I mean, on paper, they have a pretty good schedule lined up for this season. Mm-hmm. So, fingers crossed that it improves this year. Yes. <clears throat> um, did you have a good weekend? We, yeah. We hung good. out a little bit on Friday night, right? Hung out a little bit. It was laundry weekend for me, so I didn't really get to hang out with you and watch the games yesterday. Right. But it's all good. Now, now, I have, now I have a couple Sundays in a row to not have to worry about laundry, so... There you go. Here we go. A little mm-hmm. tough this Sunday because Niners do play on Thursday, so right. it's kind of like Sunday's kind of in limbo for you. Yeah, I'll have uh, not much as far as... No skin in the game. Yeah, exactly. Tip of fantasy. Just watching fantasy football. Which but, sucks. Don't join it. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, shall we uh, Shall we dive into the news? Let's do Get it. Get it going? Yeah. Uh, first things first, the Champions League, it begins tomorrow, it's back. Nice. Um, if you're l- listening to this, it'll probably be, you know, it'll probably be happening at, at that time. Mm-hmm. PSG's going to be playing Dortmund in their first game. Let's go. The, uh, one of the top German sides in, in the world. Um, they are coming off a tough 3-2 home loss to OG Nice. <laughs> Or as Gage likes to say, OG nice. <laughs> OG nice. Yeah. You look at it. You look at it. And what does it say? Oh, it's yeah. It's nice. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You're, if you were saying it in English, you're right. You're 100 percent right. Um, I'm never gonna live that one down. By the way, <laughs> nor was, nor should I. When he when he said it, it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'll give it to you. <laughs> but as always, you know, new season of Champions League brings new hopes. So let's go PSG, baby. Yes. I didn't even notice you put this in here because I was going to put this for last call, but Carlos signs ends Max Verstappen's record win streak. That's right. At Singapore. Yeah. Congrats to Carlos. Congrats to Ferrari. Yeah. First uh, first race that Red Bull has not won this season, so they had a hell of a hell of a run going. Good. 14 straight, but we need some parity in this sport. I was going to say, F1's... <laughs> got nothing nothing but, you know, boo-boo ass seasons. You know what Verstappen's been saying? That was easy. Yeah. Every week, <laughs> yeah, every fucking week, except for this week. <laughs> yeah, so I think he finished fifth in the race, which is his first non-podium. Didn't even podium. Sorry, yeah. Panthers fans are heading for the heading for the exits. Sorry, Steph. <laughs> Steph, <laughs> forgot he's a Carolina boy. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> uh, more motorsports news. Round one of the NASCAR playoffs in the books. Uh, everyone's favorite driver, Denny Hamlin, won this past weekend at Bristol. <laughs> The night race. Everyone's favorite. I gotta give it to him. He at the end of his interview. No, no, no don't, don't give it to him. No, it was pretty funny though. At the end of his interview, he's everyone's booing him, and he's he looks out at the crowd. He's like, "Hey, I beat your favorite driver." <laughs> <laughs> but I do love that he's become the villain of NASCAR. Is that what he is? I would say so. At this, at is this he point. the number one villain? Yeah, he's he's eclipsed Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch is no longer that guy. Was Tony Stewart the villain of NASCAR for a while? He, he, he was a lover-hate guy, for sure. 
Um, definitely him. polarizing. I liked him. Um, I definitely didn't like him, but I respect that he was a he was a good driver for damn sure. It's because you were a Jeff Gordon guy. I was a Jeff Gordon guy. Still, still am. Oh yeah. You know, I don't have any Team Hendrick guys on my team, but I'm a Hendrick guy, you know. And Jeff Gordon is too. <clears throat> Uh, so, Reddick, Larson, Hamlin, your three winners of round one. They all advance automatically. Um, eliminated from the first round. Defending champion, Joey Logano. He's gone. See ya. Out of here. Your and, boy. And then my boy, Harvick, uh, in his final season, out of the playoffs. Have a good retirement, round. boss. Yeah, he's going to enjoy it. He's going to be working for Fox next year, it sounds like. Don't see why not. Yeah. He'll probably be good in the booth. I hope so. hope so. Uh, Ricky Senhouse, out of here. Michael McDowell, also eliminated. Uh, round Those aren't my guys, so that's perfect. Yeah, I think Danny had Senhouse. So, Danny is pretty much toast. Same with me. He wasn't a threat anyways. <laughs> right. Uh, round two is going to be getting in Texas next week. There's also Talladega and the Charlotte Road Course over the next coming weeks. Um, real quick update on the standings. Devin stays on top with 79 points. Christopher Bell had a nice race. Uh, Ashley moved up to second with that win from Hamlin. He's got 74. You are now in third, Gage. Okay. 67. Let's go. I saw Larson came in second yep. this weekend. Yep. Good race for him after starting at the back. And then Alex in fourth with 64. Obviously a tough blow with her losing Logano you know, from the playoff mix. And then Dylan with 61. And that's all I'm going to say because that's all that matters. Yeah. I'm in sixth with 40. Let's go. <laughs> You're not in last. Not in last. Not I pretty much last. need Brad to win the rest of the races for me to win. You think it's possible? Technically, yes. Seven for seven. Is it going? He could maybe go six for seven. Is it going to happen? No. Probably not. No. So, but you, you tried. Hey, at least you're going to be two and zero fantasy football. Looking like it. I oh, gotta, yeah. I gotta say, for fantasy football, you're you're due for a really good season. It's been way too long for you. Like Stain said, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a long time. We need to get a button with that, <laughs> with that line. <laughs> Wouldn't be a bad one. Yeah. <clears throat> Happy for you. Thank you. You're losing. But you're winning. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really having a great week, but I'll take the W. It all matters is who you're playing. The person that you're playing also had a bad week. So. Yes. Didn't burn a big week on a, no. like if you on play, a snoozer. You know, if you would have played you me. You'd have beat me. Easily. But I'm going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> Tough luck. Thanks man. to my player of the week. We'll get there later on. Yeah. Uh, let's just roll right into baseball. Um, do we have to? Yeah, we do, I guess. You know, it's, it's getting down to the... Down to the nitty. The nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. Giants stink. The Giants are not good. Uh, they did win yesterday, but they're not good. Shocking they won. I thought they were going to get swept in Colorado. Did you see how that game went? I can't say I watched much of any of the last three games. I didn't watch any of the game, but I was kind of keeping track of my phone. Mm-hmm. Giants were up 9 nothing after the top of the sixth. The game ended up 11-10. to I did hear the final score, but I didn't know it was <laughs> what the beginning was, what yeah. the, like, was like. So it was uh, not the prettiest of wins, but that's what happens in Colorado sometimes. Uh, so, yeah, two weeks left in the season. Uh, Braves, Dodgers, Orioles, Rays are the four teams that have clinched playoff spots so far. So there's still, uh, let's see, four spots left on each side. Um, in the AL East, Tampa Bay is just two games back of Baltimore still. So that's going to be a yeah. fun one to, to watch down the stretch. Minnesota, their magic number is now six. Explain that for me and also people who don't know what that means. Yeah, so basically that's the amount of wins plus losses that they need to get and then get from Cleveland, who was in second place. Okay. Yeah. To officially clinch their division. So if Cleveland loses six more games and Minnesota doesn't win anymore, they, they, they clinch. But if Minnesota wins six more games? And Cleveland wins out, they still clinch. So it's just, they, it's just if they win six more games, yeah, they win the division. With, with them having 12 games left and their magic number being six, it's pretty much a done deal that okay. they're going to get there. Yeah. It would take a, a miracle from... Yeah. On both sides. Um, in the American League West, we got Texas, one and a half games back of Houston, and Seattle, two and a half games back of Houston. So that division is still way up for grabs. Uh, it's kind of been you know, going back and forth mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks. I think last time we talked about baseball, Seattle was leading the division. So that's going to be a fun one. In the wild card in the American League, we got Toronto, Texas, Seattle, all separated by one and a half games for the final two spots. So someone's going to be going home unhappy out of those three. Yeah. And then over in the National League, uh, Milwaukee's magic number is seven. And then in the wild card, we have Arizona, Miami, Chicago, Cincinnati, and the Giants, all separated by two and a half games for the last two spots. It's another one that's going to be a bummer for a couple, few teams. I just, the Giants, I almost don't even want them to 
make the playoffs. They haven't done anything in the last like two months that has made me feel like they deserve a playoff or, or feel confident in them. But yeah, I mean, would I expect them to beat a division winning team in the first round of the playoffs? No, absolutely not a chance. <laughs> but it's always it's fun to be a part of a playoff game and a playoff series. But I don't have any expectations for this team. I guess I'm saying that because I don't think they deserve to make the playoffs at this point. Yeah. Based off how they've played in the last three weeks. Now, if they do find a way to get in there, they'll have earned it because they have to play Arizona, who's just ahead of them in the standings, and then San Diego, L.A., San Diego to mm-hmm. finish the season. Yeah. Or, or L.A., San Diego, L.A. So, if they can pull it off, they'll deserve it, but at this point, they do not. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, so two games with Arizona starts tomorrow. Those will be huge. If they can win both of those, that would be Did Arizona massive. just sweep the Braves? They did just sweep the... Cubs, as Cubs, a matter of fact, which was massive. Miami swept the Braves Miami to put themselves in a good position. Um, so, yeah, some interesting stuff did happen over the yeah. weekend. Uh, speaking of interesting stuff, Otani shut down remainder of the season, his oblique strain. Yeah. And also, did you see that they cleared out his locker? Yeah, that was weird. I don't really, I don't really understand all this. I wonder if it's just like an assumption. Well, he's not going to be back at all this season, so and making, they know that. And they're not making the playoffs. No. Um, so maybe it's... Maybe it's also an assumption that he's he's just out of here. He's, he's not done being an angel. It, it seems very much like foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, you walk in the locker room, you don't see Otani up top right. in the locker. You know, everything filled in his locker. I mean, I, I guess, though, anyways, at the end of the year, guys clear out their locker right at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's not, it's just weird that it's happening two weeks before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he is done for the year. He's going to be preparing for his second elbow surgery, unfortunately. Hopefully we see him pitch again in 2025. For the Giants. That'd be cool. Also, Mike Trout. The Angels are open to trading him. Yeah. This has been your dream for as long as Mike Trout's been in the league. What do you think? Well, I don't want him anymore. (laughs) I wanted him like five years ago. Fair. Uh, But, yeah, this is interesting. I mean, I got to imagine that the Angels got the kind of the okay from – like him and his agent to, yeah, to do this, yeah. you know. I don't. I don't think the Angels want to move on from Mike Trout, but it's probably in their best interest to explore what's out there for him. Oh, okay, so I thought when you when you first were saying that, I thought you meant we're talking about Otani. So I can also see them being like, "Listen, we're not going to do anything for the rest of the season. We're not making the playoffs, and let's just let us get ahead of things. We're just going to get out of here, yeah, and all that." So it's a bad <clears throat> look and it's a weird look. Hopefully for the Angels, that doesn't mean he's gone forever. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, it just doesn't feel like he's coming back, but you never know. Maybe he maybe he is comfortable there, and, and mm-hmm. that's just where he wants to be. But uh, this offseason should be fun. Um, one pretty amazing note from baseball. I just read this. That's Twins third baseman. <clears throat> I think he's still technically a rookie, uh, Royce wow. Lewis. Uh, he hit... Four grand slams in a span of 18 games just look at, recently. Look out, Corbin Carroll. Look at there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Unfortunately, he hasn't played enough games. Yeah, to, well, and they're also in different leagues, but anyways. Yeah. Um, the next shortest span in, of games in wow. history with four grand slams was Don Mattingly doing it th- in 39 games. Donnie Barrels? Yeah. And this guy did it in less than half that time. That's remarkable. Fucking crazy. And Royce Lewis is a former number one overall pick, actually. That's Finally, seems to be healthy and able to get out in the field and show what he can do. What's funny with for me because I know you're more of the baseball aficionado than I am. Mm-hmm. I later on after I think Don Mattingly was the manager for the Dodgers and you know, yada yada. Yeah, I didn't realize how good of a baseball player he really was. Oh yeah, he's not in the Hall of Fame, but he was. He might be the Yankees Hall of Fame. I don't know if he's he's not like in the. Official no, he's not. Hall the, fame. He's not in the baseball Hall of Fame. But he might. Well, he might win an MVP maybe. He was something like that. He may have won an MVP. He had a really, really nice career. Played mostly for the Yankees. He might have went somewhere yeah. else. I'm not really sure. You might know that more than I. He would. was kind of the. Um, he was one of their best players in a weird era of Yankees baseball because it was like late '80s, early '90s when they weren't great, um, weren't dominant like they became in the in the late '90s. But yeah, but yeah, still he had a heck of a career. Good for Donnie. Good, Good for Donnie. Donnie. On to some college football. There were some upsets this week. Florida beat number 11, Tennessee, 29-16. to 16. There was and a little boxing match at the end of this game, too. Dude, they were straight up <laughs> squaring up. I don't know what the hell happened, but they were like, do these guys realize that they're wearing helmets? Yeah. 
Like, what's a punch really going to do? I, I didn't understand that either. We were talking about this, I think, yesterday. You were wearing pads. Like, you try to punch somebody, like, like up by yeah. like, the ribs? They're wearing pads. Yeah. I don't get it. And they were, like, doing the fucking dance. Dude, they, they were seriously squaring up. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> it was probably better than the UFC fights on a Saturday. <laughs> hey, honestly. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Also, Missouri beat number 15 Kansas State 30-27. to 27. Harrison Mevis. Yeah, I think it's Mavis. Or maybe Mevis, I don't know. Mevis, Mavis. I watched the end of this one. It was good. 61-yard game-winning field goal to win. Yeah. That's really, that's incredible for a college kicker. You don't see, I mean, not every NFL kicker, I don't think, you know, can hit a 60-yarder. And this guy just, and I also believe is the longest. Yeah, longest kick in SEC history. Yeah, right. Impressive Uh, stuff. uh, Cowboys will be calling you soon because I still don't trust this USFL guy they got (laughs) who's also in the MLS. I don't know about him. He's also in the MLS? He also was in the MLS. Oh, gotcha. Well, So, he's getting paid better, though. I'll give him that. Yeah. Uh, number one, Georgia. Number three, Florida State. And number 10, Alabama. All had, were all tested this week. Yeah. Georgia was playing South Carolina. Florida State played Boston College. And Alabama, I don't know what the hell's going on with Alabama, but they, like, I thought they were going to lose to South Florida. I, for a little bit, it was like, they can't they can't do anything on offense. They and this, finally got it together. And, and this isn't the former national champion, USF Knights. This is South Florida. <laughs> no, this... Yeah, yeah, exactly. USF. Yeah, USF. Not no, UCF. UCF. USF. Yeah. So, good good for these... You know, good for Georgia, good for Florida State, good for Alabama, in my opinion, because this tells them, hey, we're not just going to run rapid all this year. Like, we, like it's kind of like... I, I love a good test. Especially early against a team that you know you should beat, right? It humbles them. <clears throat> yeah. These guys are like, you know what, maybe, you know, we had an off week... It tells us that we have some work to do. Yeah. I like it. I I, I was pretty tuned in on the uh, Georgia-South Carolina game, but it was interesting because Spencer Rattler's South Carolina's quarterback, he actually kind of tore it up for the first like quarter and a half, and then Georgia's defense just put the clamps on for the rest of the game, and uh, it was enough for them to turn it around. Spencer Rattler, I never liked the guy. No. I mean, watching – me and Garrett were oh, yeah. you know, big into the QB1 show that was on Netflix – he was such a prick in that in that show, and you know he had his like little scandal. I don't even really know what it was all about, but his little scandal in high school, and he's just been kind of a punk ever since. In the words of Garrett Nahiwa, he's not a guy I'd have a beer with. No, I don't even know if he's old enough to have a beer. He probably is now, but I wouldn't have a beer with this guy. No, not even for the clout to say, "Hey, I spent a rattler had a beer with him." Wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think a lot of people would be like, "Really, you had a beer with that guy?" Yeah, like, all out of everybody. <laughs> yeah, right. So, <laughs> game of the week, though, in my opinion. Given the hype, given Coach Prime, given the head coach for Colorado State who was talking smack to Prime, which oh, yeah. I never think is a good idea. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was ballsy. He almost pulled it off. But that almost was pulled it off. Yeah. But number 18, Colorado, beat Colorado State 43-35 to in double overtime. Colorado trailed by 11 in the fourth quarter. Game-tying touchdown and a two-point conversion with 36 seconds left in regulation. This was... I'm glad I stayed up to watch this. I was going to say, so you did you did watch this game, right? Yeah, I was watching on Fubo, and of course Taylor was watching it, so we were going back and forth, just <laughs> trading punches. <laughs> just tug of war exactly, over, exactly. over the TV. Thanks again for the, uh, for the account number. Yeah. Um, Next time we go over to their house, you got to log out of the... Out of Joe, the I almost fucked around and put Taylor Martin instead of Men's Warehouse, yeah. <laughs> just so he's like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> great game, and... Nick Warren, friend of the show, friend of ours. Yep. Big Colorado hater. Yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll probably tell you himself. And I got to say, I was rooting for, rooting for Colorado State because they talked their shit and they were this close, in my opinion, to backing it up. They blew it. They blew it. Yep. They blew the perfect chance to go into Colorado, beat them, and say, you know what? It was personal for yeah. us. Yeah. Because Prime was like, oh, they made it personal, like all that kind of <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I like. He's a, he is a great leader of men. Deion Sanders is. You could tell. They, the want, right to, they want to play for him. Obviously, his sons want to play for him and all that stuff. But Colorado State was this close. They had it. They, I feel like they had it in their hands. Yeah. And they fumbled it. They really did. I mean, yeah. I mean, tough tough game for them. But I guess you still got to give uh, got to give Colorado credit for staying in there. Yeah. When they were down 11, I was like, this game's not over. But they weren't looking great. Like, Colorado State was, you know, playing some solid defense and moving the ball with relative ease for a lot of the game, really. Yeah. But uh, also a tough blow for Colorado losing Travis Hunter, who's expected to miss a few weeks. 
yeah, their star who plays both ends. Yep. Th- this play was very interesting. Yeah. It looked like it was blatant targeting and like pretty he- cheap. Like headhunting almost. Yeah, pretty cheap. Or not, maybe not headhunting, but like bouncy. Like kind of like bounty game. Yeah. For, with the Saints. Because obviously the, like the ball had hit the ground and the guy still hadn't even touched Hunter yet and, and leaned into him when he was kind of vulnerable. First, you know, first seeing this, easy for me to say, it didn't look that bad. But I'm not out there taking a cheap shot from college kids. Right. So, <clears throat> bummer. I don't know if anything's happened to the guy who hit Travis Hunter. He got, so, something has to happen. He definitely got a penalty. I don't know if it's like suspension worthy or not, but he definitely got a penalty. Just give, just given all the hype, like I said, and given the tension, I think there's a bunch of personal fouls in this game. There are a ton of penalties. I think Colorado State had, what, 19 penalties? Something or, ridiculous. Or 18 penalties yeah, for 170 yards. They shot yards. in the foot big time. So I don't feel bad for them in that regard because you did this to yourself. Exactly. I kind of forgot about that fact. Yeah, but they, there, there's there's no excuse for doing something like that. No, you no. can't. And yeah. I will give the, their coach credit. He acknowledged it. He's like, did he? We, yeah, we like we can't be doing it. It was even early in the game when he did it. Mm-hmm. When he said it, he's yes, like, it was. Um, they're you know they're. Uh, we, I know that this is a rivalry game. We pumped it up, but you, you can't be you know having stupid penalties like this all the time. I also would love to know what the ratings were for this game, given. Timing wise, tough to have big ratings, but I'm sure on the West Coast, you know, it was probably pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. They play Oregon next week, and speaking of Oregon, eight Pac-12 teams. Unbelievable. In the top 25. You happy? I think it's kind of cool for you know last hurrah of the Pac-12. USC, Washington, Oregon, Utah, Oregon State, Colorado, Washington State, and UCLA are all in the top 25. It's it's nice. It's It's cool. It's cool. I mean. If I had to put my money on it, I would say, like, no more than six would be still in the top 25 at the end of the season. It's, it's early. Yeah. But um, nonetheless. But nonetheless, it's cool. It's it's good. Uh, it's a good final final hurrah for the for the conference. Yes. And it sounds like Oregon State and Washington State are doing their best to try and create something out of the Pac-12 going forward, but that's going to be a tough, <clears throat> tough ask. And I, I think it's funny because you thought I was going to go – without saying what happened to your Stanford Cardinal <laughs> on Saturday. Do you want to tell the people what happened? For, yeah. For those who don't know. Yeah, so um, we have this new coach. His name is Troy Taylor. He's former coach of Sacramento State. Who, and he built up the program pretty well. And Stanford played Sacramento State. Stanford paid Sac State $600,000 to play them. Yeah. That's a better way to put it. We didn't just play him. <laughs> we paid him. <laughs> paid him to play. And the, I think the intention was that we were supposed to kick their ass. But that's a, that didn't happen. Uh, Sacramento State won. Yeah. Pretty uh, pretty embarrassing, to say the least. It's just... I mean, I, I we've been, we had this conversation a couple times already. But I had asked you, is this the worst loss in recent memory for Stanford? And you said... I can't think of one. That's worse, of- yeah. I mean, since I've been a fan of Stanford, I can't think of what... Like sure, they've been upset as a as a good team. Like they're a bad team, but they're still losing to. I don't even think they're in Division One. I'm not so sure. I, say, I don't I'll, think they I'll, are. I wouldn't. I'd guess they're losing they're to an, like an FCS school. We asked your dad, who's been a Stanford fan for longer, and he said they probably lost to Davis. Yeah, they might have lost to Davis like in that year or two, like before Harbaugh came in. But and Davis is probably on the same level. Yeah, I think they actually are in the same conference as Sac State. So I mean, you're you're Cardinal. Down tremendous Tough scene right now. Now, we did have a lot of guys. I'm not trying to make excuses, but just the reality, they did have, have a lot of guys transfer out after David Shaw left, so that makes sense. They're going to have a pretty thin yeah. roster this year. But, uh, yeah, Troy Taylor's got some work set, cut out for him. But give it to Sac State. Beat Stanford. It's probably one of the biggest, that's probably the biggest win in their program history. It's be one of them, yeah. And they're 3-0. Yeah. So good for them. He left them uh, with, a, with a solid program. Let's put it that way. So good for Troy. Absolutely. <laughs> good good for him, but not good for him. <laughs> I, 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 did you happen to catch anything what he said after the game just about no. like, the correlation between him coaching them no. the last year? Yes, he was there like the last three or four seasons. Yeah. The only thing I caught was like mid-game they had this like little excerpt about him saying like when, they, when the AD scheduled Stanford for him, you know, because you see a future schedule going, mm-hmm. you know, going forward. He's like, oh, cool, we'll go beat him. And then, of course, he's on the losing end, but with Stanford. Just kind of ironic. I bet behind closed doors, he's just laughing. He's like, what are the odds? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm kind of curious who they hired to be their coach. Like, if it was, like, a hire within the program, like if they promoted somebody to head coach, or 
And can you explain to me why big, you know, Stanford's, a, you know, not a huge name school, but they're a name. Yeah. Why, do, why do big name schools in general pay lower level teams to play them? Like, why does it take them to pay them an obscene amount of money? Like, should these lower end schools want to play these guys for, not free, but yeah, just to get their names out there and have people see them? I'm not totally sure what that process is like. I mean, i got to imagine it's just because they want to have a game that's sort of a preseason game on their schedule in a way. Yeah. Um, Tune-up. Of course, that didn't work out for Stanford <laughs> the way they thought it would. But I think that's kind of the idea. And, you know, they don't... Like, Sac State's not going to want to go play Stanford every year and not get anything out of it. Yeah. I think it's just kind of the big schools giving back to the smaller schools. Okay. <clears throat> and Stanford's record right now is... One and two. So they they got a game under their belt. If one one, they can't not go and winless. <laughs> They'll be like Colorado, maybe just win one. Yeah, like right. last year. I, I mean, they're probably going to be the underdog in every game in the Pac-12 this season, based on what I've seen so far. They got freaking yeah. steamrolled by USC, which is not a shock. No, but it's not going to be a fun season. Speaking of Colorado, did you mention they are playing Oregon this week? Yeah. Did you say that? You said that. I did. Yeah. Yes. Okay. They're playing Oregon this yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a real test. I mean, TCU, that was a big win early in the year, but they got a real game this coming coming weekend. Yeah, we're going to get to it because that's one of my picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's recap our week three picks really quick. Let's see if I can get these up. Um, so you went 2-1-1. Damn. Stuffed. Sorry. You're good. By the way, did you see that Nick Chubb got carted off the field? Did he? Yeah. He was great for me last year. Yeah. That sucks. Uh, so yeah, Gage two and one, nice work. So you are now, you are now five and three overall. It's early in the season, but between college and NFL, I'm feeling like him right now. <laughs> you are the fucking knock, man. Knock on some web, I'm feeling good. Yeah, you scored on LSU, winning big against Mississippi State. Uh, you also got West Virginia winning pretty easily against Pittsburgh. Um, your one loss was Michigan State plus sixteen. They got rolled by Washington, which that was a tough one. Yeah, big number. I'm not uh, going to give myself too much credit because I'm I'm pretty much doing these blindly. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> In a way, because it's just, like I've said before, it's hard for me to just know everything about college football. Right. I'm a fan of it. I'm just... You're, you're, you're working on Saturdays. I'm working on Saturdays. For me, one and two this week. That puts me at four and four on the season. Better, uh, you than, know, better, than, better than going on three. Yeah, I like, I, you know, 500, that's fine. Gives me a chance in the very last week. If I'm 500... I can finish over. There you go. <laughs> uh, UNC, I got the. That was my only win. They covered seven and a half against Minnesota. I lost that, of course, Kansas State game against Missouri, and Tennessee got rolled by Florida. Um, Gage, you go first on your picks for college this week if you got them. Yes, <clears throat> I'm picking Colorado plus twenty and a half. I don't think they're. I mean, it's just a big number. It's huge. And Oregon has put up some numbers. This year already. But I think Colorado, I just don't see them getting rolled by more than 21 points. I don't think I don't think Dion's going to let that happen. I would like to think not either, and that's why I did consider this one as well. But, you know, it could be like the, the hype train just comes to a screeching halt, and that's why I stay away from it. Yeah. So that should be, should be interesting. Well, I do think Oregon wins this game. I do too. That's going to be the biggest test Colorado's facing, obviously, going to Autzen Stadium. They'll win by 17. <laughs> there you go. Which would, you know, that'll be a healthy win for Oregon. Absolutely. Like 20 and a half, yeah, that's a big number. So I don't blame you. Humble Colorado, big time. Yeah. Next one I'm picking, I hate to do it because it's Ole Miss, but I'm picking Ole Miss plus six and a half against Alabama. Based off the fact how Alabama played last week, could I see them coming back and after last week in rolling Ole Miss, yes. But Ole Miss plays Alabama pretty well seemingly every year. It is it is one of those funny ones. And then it, it, that'll happen like for three straight years. And then Alabama will just steamroll them the next year. But Not, yeah. this, not this week, though. Yeah, not, <laughs> not this week. week. Alabama's well, got to figure out the quarterback position, too. Absolutely. Number four, Florida State is one picking. Minus one at Clemson. I am picking all road dogs, like you said. Yeah. Uh, they're the uh, Florida State's the one favorite you're taking, but yeah, oh, one all, all, all road. Teams. Oh, I'm picking all road teams. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, I just like I like the number four that Florida has as their ranking. Yeah, and it's only one and a half. Yeah. I, the I, funny I, thing though is Clemson. If there were more than 25 teams that were ranked, Clemson would be number 26. They get the most votes of any team not in the top 25. Okay. So they're okay. they're still right there, but 
Clemson did have that embarrassing loss to Duke early this year. <laughs> yeah. All right. And my last pick, I'm picking number 22, UCLA, plus five against 11, Utah. Nice Pac-12 matchup right there. Should be a fun one. We're gonna, yeah, we got we got six ranked versus ranked matchups, three of them out of the Pac-12 this weekend. It's going to be a fun weekend of football. Can't wait to watch two of them, maybe. <laughs> well, yeah, you're going to get the, that Pac-12 after dark action. I love Pac-12 after dark. <laughs> That's your bread and butter. That's my bread and butter. Football. I love like the 5 o'clock games. It's usually good. Yeah. And then, yeah, Pac-12 after dark when I go to Devs and she's like, you're still watching college football? <laughs> no. She's like, the game is still on. I'm like, it's Pac-12 after dark. Yeah. You didn't know? <laughs> no, next year it's going to be... ACC after dark. Big, Big 12 after dark. Big 12 after dark. Big 10 after dark. ACC after dark. All of it. Doesn't have the same ring to it. It's going to be, uh, yeah, it's going to be different. Not not terribly excited, but I'll just have to live. Should we just buy Pac-12 shirts with, like, the logo on the front? <laughs> just uh, for, for nostalgic reasons? I'm a Cal guy, kind of. Hey, there you go. I don't, I don't really have a team that I root for, but yeah. I just appreciate it. They're kids, you know? Yeah. They're playing for pride. <laughs> they really and maybe possible NFL contracts in the future. <laughs> All right, my four picks are going to be: I'm taking number nine Notre Dame plus three at home versus number six Ohio State. My boy Sam Hartman, quarterback of the, the Fighting Irish. I usually root against Notre Dame religiously, but <laughs> we're taking them this week. No pun intended. Plus the points. No, no pun talking about religion. <laughs> yeah. <right>. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also taken the number 24 Iowa Hawkeyes plus two touchdowns at number seven Penn State. Penn State's one of those teams that I just don't feel like they rule teams. They just they play always play tight games. Okay. So I'm, I'm taking the Hawkeyes to at least stay in the game. Not not calling an outright win, but at least stay in the game. Uh, my Pac-12 pick this week is going to be number 21 Washington State plus two and a half at home versus the number 14 Oregon State Beavers. Sorry to yeah. Hannah and Jasmine. They were just at the game this last weekend. Were they really? Yep. That's that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, Washington State being at home, I, I like that that number. Also taking number 16, Oklahoma, minus 14. Uh, my one favorite this week. Boomer! Boomer Sooner again at uh, Cincinnati. Do you think Nick listens to us? I don't really think he does. I think he watches our YouTube stuff. Or not our YouTube, but Instagram stuff. Yeah, that's okay. And then he, you know. Gives us a little chatter. Can he pick it? Small hands. <laughs> no, he's all right. Finding pickings. Um, yeah, I'm taking the Sooner, so I don't really think Cincinnati is all that anymore. So, Boomer Sooner. Horns down. <laughs> Horns down. <laughs> we really appreciate you tuning in today. This episode of ISR is unofficially sponsored by the crisp, refreshing taste of Modelo in a Bottle. If you happen to be on your way home from a long day of work, be sure to grab a case of Modelo in a Bottle to help you unwind and enjoy the rest of the show. Cheers. On to the National Football League, the best part of the show as always. My Dallas Cowboys beat the New York Football Jets. Which means? 30-10, to 10, <laughs> which means... Buzzball hour, baby. Gage's guarantee, like I said on my Instagram, go check it out. It's off to a 0-1 start through the season. Luckily, I only have two more of these. The next one's in uh, four weeks, three weeks. And who are they playing again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Play the Niners. <laughs> and I'm not going to say they're going to beat them because I don't know if they are. Yeah. <laughs> I do hope that they're both undefeated by that time, though. That would be just such a sexy matchup. That would be fun. Uh, things I'll say about the Cowboys game. The Cowboys defense is for real. Yeah. It's, it's hard to say because the Jets didn't have Rodgers. I think, I mean, yeah, obviously I thought the Rodgers would have beat them. If you would have played, because I guaranteed it. Would have been a much different matchup. I'm still worried about the Cowboys' offense a little bit. Dak played good against what I've been told all week was a good Jets defense, but all of a sudden, since Dak Wilson's the quarterback, the team sucks. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't really get it. Yeah. You tell me. Yeah, I mean, the Jets Jets had a good defense last year. I think they were like top five or six. Uh, the Cowboys, in my opinion. Did you splatter your screen right there? Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a bad screen day. <laughs> Cowboys, to me, are like the... I don't know. Third best team in the NFL right now. Really early. Second or third. They're definitely up there. Having a good good start. And of course, next week they play the Arizona Cardinals. It's a game that you think they would win. <clears throat> which means when they win, people will be like, yeah, they beat them, but it's the Cardinals. So, it's tough. You know, it's nice for them, though, because it's kind of like... I don't think they expected the Giants 
to they expected to beat the Giants the way they did. Yeah, but uh, it's almost like a few preseason games to start the year. Yeah, it's, you kind yeah, of get warmed up. Get your you legs know? under you. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, so that means yes, I have a tequila Rita buzzball. Also realize that buzzballs are women owned. Nice, love that. Love women. I walked into A one today. Didn't find these initially. Kind of scared because I saw the massive like mocha ones and then this one. Yeah. I'm like I can't. I'm not gonna buy this. I those things are units. They're, they're like huge. they're like a, a liter or something. Like I drink that. one of those. I'm not going to work anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a blackout waiting to happen. So, I don't even know why they make those. Those are stupid. So to the Jets, I got I got this because it's also kind of jet green. Hey, there you go. I'm also wearing the shirts. It's kind of green, you know. Nice with your victory hat on. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Shout out to Fireman Ed. Chug 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 chug. Nicely done, my friend. Cold? <laughs> no, that's good. Nice. It's actually not bad. Yeah, I mean, I think they make them taste pretty decent. Yeah. Reasonable. It's probably a fair amount of sugar in these, huh? I don't want to worry about that. <laughs> not bad. Not bad, honestly. It's a hell of a lot better than a 211. I am so glad I chose to do this. Two Levens are sick, dude. Two Levens are disgusting. It's probably the same alcohol content, and this is a lot smaller. Not as much liquid. (laughs) Yeah. And I can pound these during the NFL segment. Two Levens I got to crack at the beginning of the show. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to take... Hope you make it through. (laughs) It's going to take me the whole episode. And they get warm, and they're just horrendous. Yeah, because you're caught in between, do I drink it really fast and just get really fucked up quickly? (laughs) Or do I sip it and then have to chug it at the end of the episode when it's warm? Yeah. Yeah, I think that was a good call. Those give you a nice buzz, no pun intended. Yeah. Uh, week five against the Niners will be the next one for me. I feel pretty confident about that one unless something happens with the Niners. And <laughs> then also have the Buffalo Bills late in the season. That's right. That one makes sense. That one makes sense. I told you I, I went way too hard last year. I think I had like five or six games. <laughs> I think I drank three 211s, something like that. Yeah. And now I get to wash this bad boy down with... Another Lagunitas IPA. <laughs> it's a perfect combo. Doesn't get any better. Yeah. Do you want to get going on your Niners? Yeah. Um, real quick, uh, so the, the Saints did beat the Panthers in game one of Monday Night Football yep. this week. Yep. We have now have Steelers, Browns on. Uh, Browns just took the lead 22-19. Love a good AFC North matchup. Yep. Um, still got plenty of time left in this game. And I'm going to lose just by about that much. Tough scene for Gage on, uh, on the fantasy football side of things. Let's see how Nick Chubba Doo is doing. Card <clears throat> off the field. That's bad for them. That's that's tough, man. They need this win. Because, I mean, if they don't have Nick Chubb, in my opinion, they're going to need a lot more wins. Looks like a potential knee injury. Those are never good for running backs. Did it say gruesome up there? It said gruesome. Jeez, so I didn't see that. That's a, that's a tough, tough blow. You know, th- that makes sense because while we're watching the other game, it kind of gave us the uh, score on the top. Just kind of let us know who was winning. And who was right. Winning. And it felt, felt like it was going on for a long time the first half. Oh, and so I'm maybe thinking, because of the delay. Yeah. Good call. Good call. Terrible. That sucks. Yeah, it's really bummer. Um, but yeah, 49ers, they, uh, took down the Rams 30 to 23. You guys are going to win, I've said this before, 13 to 14 games probably. You guys aren't going to lose much, I don't think. Uh, I mean, there'll, there'll be a time where they, where, I mean, in a 17 game season these days, it's just, there's a lot of parody in the NFL. Yeah. They're going to get stuck up on, I mean, honestly, the, for most of this game, the Rams were moving the ball pretty well. On the Niners defense, it was very you throw Cup, Cooper Cup on that offense, it's it's a much more interesting game. Almost a blessing in disguise that they found these two. Yeah, uh, Tutu Atwell and Puka Nakua had a Puka Nakua had a fucking game. Say those names three times fast. Yeah, no, right. I'm Tutu, not even gonna say them one time fast. <laughs> Tutu <right> Puka, <laughs> Puka Nakua. Uh, yeah, Puka Nakua had like 15 catches in this game. Because you think if do you think if Cooper Cup wouldn't have got hurt, they would have figured out how good these or you know how decent these guys are. That's a good point. Yeah. So when Cooper Cup comes back. Matthew Stafford's like, shit, yeah. I got all these options? Yeah. Okay. I mean, honestly, Nakua was like, played the Cooper Cup role. I mean, he was yeah. just getting open, those little underneath, you know, in routes and out routes. Got to give it to him. He was a machine. Um, you know, Stafford had a pretty Stafford-esque pick near the end of the game that kind of sealed it for, for them. 
he probably wishes that Jaquaski Tart was there to drop it. Honestly, right? yeah, um, that was a bad one. He also had a pick that was not his fault at all. It was one hundred percent the running back's fault. Do you have two phones? That's my work phone. What? Yeah. No, let me see that. I got two. No. You got a work phone? <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it later. Did you just get that today? No, I've had like, it for a few you've days. You've had it? Yeah. What kind of phone is it? It's an iPhone. But like iPhone what? 12. Damn, that's nicer than my regular phone. <laughs> I mean, my, my phone's a 13, my regular one. Okay, now you're, now you're just bragging at this point. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you're like, do you, do you know who Kevin Gates is? Yeah, the I got two phones guy. <laughs> Yeah, you're him. Yep, I'm Kevin Gates today. Anyways. Wow. <clears throat> okay, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. I'm just looking over there like, wait, is that my phone? It looks oddly similar. Yeah. No, mine's on the floor. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Christian McCaffrey, big day. Debo Samuel had his best game out of the two. Brock Purdy was solid in the first half for the most part. Did miss a couple deep balls that he would like to have back. Looked like Jimmy G. You guys in the group chat were talking a little smack about Brock Purdy. I wasn't able to watch the Niner game because well, the Nick Cow- is Nick is dramatic. Let's be real. The Cowboys game was on at the same time, so that I didn't bring or have much attention on the Niner game. You know, looking at the scores on the bottom and all that kind of thing. Yeah, didn't really know was he having a bad game, Brock Purdy? No, not at all. I mean, he was hitting his throws that he needed to hit. A couple of throws behind guys that that saved you know saved him. Like Kittle made a couple of nice catches. I think Debo saved him on one, but. Overall, he's pretty solid. It was really the two. He had two. One was definitely a touchdown. Another one, like, would have been, you know, at least down inside the five-yard line. And then I saw the, the hit Debo him. overthrow. Yeah, that was that was one of them. Um, so, yeah. So, there was two balls that he could have hit for touchdowns or close to that he missed. Um, you know, he hits one of those. We're not even thinking about it, you know. But uh, but other otherwise, he did, he did pretty much what Kyle asked him, asks him to do. You know, on a game-to-game basis. Oh, my God. Uh, that was a terrible throw. That was bad. Um, so, yeah. I mean, pretty pretty solid game, but not dominant like last week, of course. But no complaints. Nick can bitch all he wants, and I love this man to death. <laughs> yeah. But, but he finds every but, reason to bitch. But you literally have... Okay, listen. You don't have the superstar quarterback. I'll give you that. Yeah. But you have literally everything else, and you have what I think is one of the better coaches in the NFL, and you guys are perfectly fine. Yeah. I don't feel bad for you. At all. Why would I? You guys make it to the championship game seemingly every year, and you make it work. Right. Well, I mean, and a lot of Niners fans were bitching about the move off of Jimmy for Trey Lance, and I get it. But now we have Brock Purdy playing better. I think better than what Jimmy was giving, right? He's, he's the same type of player, it seems. Maybe a little more versatile in the run game, or like in the you know, being more, able to move. More, yeah, more uh, athletic. For sure, not a lot, but more. I think Jimmy. Play, I think he plays the same role as Jimmy, but I think he's a better player. I actually think that he. I have more confidence in, in him hitting guys in and not, stride and not making than, the bad one pick like you said Stafford does. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like Jimmy did this in the in the game against twice in the game against the Bills, where he just like fucking floats one up. Like Brock is pretty good about not making those bad mistakes. And let me tell you, if I could have four picks this week. I would have picked the Bills oh, yeah. easily. The Raiders had, to me, absolutely no chance. You're telling me a team that plays 110 degree weather in a dome <laughs> yeah. is going to. I'm feeling. I'm. I'm sounding like Colin Coward right now. Right. Playing in a dome that cannot play outside is going <laughs> all the way up to Buffalo, going what three, you know, twenty five thousand miles the other way. Twenty five hundred. Yeah. It was funny too that they like marched on the field on their first drive of the game, scored a touchdown. After that, fucking nothing. Nothing. <laughs> the Bill or the, the Raiders. No chance. I'm the sorry. Raiders looked like the Raiders this week. Yeah. Like like you would expect. And I, got, I guess, as a Raider fan, I mean, yeah, the Cowboys break my heart in the playoffs every year, it seems. Yeah. But the Raiders, it just seems like it's a broken record <laughs> every year. You, like, kind of have hope because your team's, like, good enough. Right. And then you're like, man, it's just it's the same shit, different day every week. The one, the one that I feel bad about, one season I feel bad about with them is, like, 20... When Derek Carr got hurt. When he got hurt. When he was having the MVP caliber season. And they lost and he, they lost to the Texans in the playoffs yeah. with... Uh, Who the fuck was that quarterback? It was an old Michigan State quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was number, uh, number Connor 18. Connor Cook. Connor Cook. Connor Cook. Yeah, good call. Thank you. Fucking, yeah, that was tough. That's the one where, like, they had a damn good... I think they won went like 12-4 and four that season. And I think they got kind of 
screwed into like a wild card because yeah, they did. Some like, like the Chiefs might have been good or something. And like I don't, that. I'm not saying they would have went to the Super Bowl, but because they probably lost to the Patriots in the yeah in the playoffs, but they would have probably a little. They would have won a game. They, I think they would, would have won a game in the playoffs. Yeah, because I think the Texans were also playing with a backup quarterback in that game, oh, if I'm not mistaken, man, like J, like uh, TJ Yates or whatever. Yeah, that's probably a good yeah call. yeah. <clears throat> Look at us pulling the backup quarterbacks out of our ass right now. <laughs> I don't usually do this. Maybe it takes a couple beers. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe it takes a buzz ball for Gage. Um, let's just kind of go through the NFL. Ravens, they held up the Bengals 27-24. Yeah, they one, did. one of your W's. Thank you. Bengals 0-2. Second straight season. Second straight season. Joe Burrow not likely to play this weekend, it looks like. Or questionable, at least. He's got a little calf flare-up. That he was dealing with in the uh, preseason. T. Higgins. He got you some points, though. I lost this week, but I'd love to see that on yeah. the stat sheet. Got to feel good to uh, see a trade kind of pan out for you, right? Yeah, I mean, it worked out for me and Sal both. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with it. I think it was, honestly, it was a really good, even trade. Yeah, no, I think it worked out on paper quite well. So, But the Bengals, it's, I don't know what's going to happen. I, super, I jinxed them with my Super Bowl pick, man. Yep. Which I'm okay with if the Niners are on the other side and they yeah. win. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Cowboys Dolphins, like I said today. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, speaking of Super Bowl contenders, Chiefs got Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones back this week, and they held on in a close one against the Jaguars, 17-9. You're just, you're just trying to gas me up right now, aren't you? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Man, that was another one of my picks. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like a, a typical... Chiefs performance offensively, but the fact that they held a pretty good offense in the Jags to nine points, that's a, that's a nice performance. Yeah. Gotta give it to them. Yeah. Also a bunch of big comebacks this past weekend. Falcons, they trailed the Packers 24-12 in the fourth and came back to win 25-24. Are the Falcons the most underrated team right now? A team that I'm not paying attention to at all right now. They're making it work. Well, let's see. They do. They're, they're making it work. Yeah, they're making it work. Bijan I mean, Ro- Robinson, sorry. Bijan Robinson's he's having nice. a season so far. He's nice. He's going to be the rookie of the year. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, he was my pick. I think he's on that trajectory. Um, The only thing, though, they beat the Panthers week one against a rookie quarterback, Bryce Young, right? Sure. They beat the Packers, who are playing Jordan Love, who's first-year starter, you know. Um, So I'm not going to give them too much credit yet, but it's it's a nice start. I mean, Desmond Ritter is also, you know, pretty much a first-year starter as well. You're talking about Jordan Love, your future fantasy quarterback. Maybe so. Fingers crossed on, on A. Rich. <laughs> uh, Giants also big-time comeback. They were down 28-7 in the third quarter, came back to win 31-28, but at the cost of Saquon Barkley, who's got a pretty severe ankle injury, it looks like. Not likely to play this coming weekend. Not good for the Giants on a short week, traveling to Santa Clara against the Niners. Yeah, I'm not liking their chances. Um, and they're, we're gonna... they're, they're... I'm not going to do another guarantee, but I just... <laughs> The Giants are not winning this football game. If the Niners, if it, the Niners should win big. I mean, being home opener, the the vibes should be should be right. I mean, they won their first two games, and they're playing a you know shorthanded Giants team. I thought their home opener was this last Sunday. <laughs> That's true. Santa Clara South. I saw the I crowd. I saw the crowd. It was all red. It reminded me of that Niners Cowboys playoff game in Dallas a couple years ago. <laughs> Niners fans travel well. They do. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong. They travel well. It is one they, you know, that their thing in the '80s and '90s. I think they built up a pretty national fan base, just yeah. like the Cowboys have done over the years as well. It's like the Cowboys, the Steelers, the Packers. Yep. Steelers are definitely one of them. So, yeah. Uh, last but not least, Commanders. They trade the trail the Broncos twenty-one to three early in the game and came back to win that one thirty-five thirty-three. Was a crazy play near the end of the game with the hail mary that the Broncos. Completed and had a chance to tie with a two-point conversion, but yeah. uh, failed on that. Let me tell you, there's three teams in the NFC East that are 2-0 right now. They're not the NFC least as of right now. Right. It's early. Well, they were the arguably the best division last year, I think. Yeah. Record-wise, I believe they definitely were. Yeah, I think they were. Um, Commanders 2-0 this year. Surprise, surprise. Also, Bucks and Falcons, who I didn't, I personally didn't expect to be 2-0, but they are 2-0 as well. So... Interesting start of the year. We got Vikings, Chargers, Broncos all 0 and two. Yikes. We'll see. I mean, I got Broncos country. Let's hide. <laughs> yeah, let's hide. I gotta think one of those teams makes the playoffs. I, I would say the Vikings have the best chance yeah. because the NFC is weak. 
Um, but tough start for for all of them. Player of the week, who you got? Daniel Dimes. I'm picking Daniel Jones. Yeah. 321 yards passing. That's a good call. Two touchdowns, 59 yards rushing, one touchdown. Of course, the Giants won. I'm trying to pick people who. <clears throat> yeah. Who, who, who did I have last week? Oh, the, you, the Jets safety. Yeah. And they, yeah. And they yep. won. Good call. I, I like winners too. Also, winners win. The Giants were. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, who was that? Uh, who said that? I don't know. You, well, you did the other day. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I, whenever I think of winners win, baby, it's uh Oh man, who's the point guard for the fucking the Suns? Devin Booker. Uh, Devin Booker. They were, like remember when the Suns were doing like the post game, like doing pull ups and doing dumbbell oh, curls. Oh yeah. He's talking to Aiden. He's like, "Winners win, baby." <laughs> Every time I say winners win, I think of uh, Devin Booker. Uh, nice, nice. Also, the Giants were down twenty nothing and a half. Yeah. I think that deserves Player of the Week, and I'm paying my respects because we laughed at James's face for picking Daniel Jones, and I still think it's a bad pick. I'm still laughing in his face, but it fucked me over because James is going to beat me in fantasy this week. So fair point. There you go. Fair point. Um, my Player of the Week. I'm doing this off the top of the head, but I'm going to go Michael Parsons, your boy. He's our both of our defensive player of the year you know, pick. He I'm, went off, and I know you didn't mention him when we were talking about the Cowboys. Do, do you want to read what I should have said earlier? Well, the Cowboys were there. Oh. <laughs> the Cowboys don't pay Micah Parsons. I'll cry. Yeah, they need to pay Micah Parsons whenever they have the, you know, whenever they can. He's whenever, a fucking beast. He is insane. He's right on that trajectory that that we predict. He, he's going to be a defensive player of the year if he keeps this up if he, or if anything he, close to this. He's amazing. He is our Nick Bosa. I think Nick Bosa is probably a little bit better. Micah Parsons plays more versatile though. More versatile. Yeah, he's I think just he's more versatile. If Jerry Jones fumbles this and does not pay him and he goes somewhere else, I seriously might stop watching football for the <laughs> They they need to pay this man. He's the best defender they've had. Yeah, he's fucking nice. I, I, gotta, for, I, gotta I, say. I don't even know since when. Since Demarcus Lawrence, easily. Yeah. I mean and and like like we just said, he's more versatile than those just like pure pass rusher guys. And Nick Bosa is great. Nick Bosa's nice and he's he hasn't great. really done shit yet this year, but <laughs> it's okay. But he's there. He was he, awesome he, last year. He didn't play in the preseason. He, he did not. I'm not, I'm, I'm not like bitching. I'm just acknowledging. Micah Parsons, he's he's on awesome. he's on fire. I feel bad for Joshua Dobbs because he's going to be on the floor a couple times <laughs> on Sunday. I'm telling you, I would I would put a lot of money on at least one and a half sacks for for Parsons. Me too. Uh, okay, picks. Let's recap week two real quick. Big big time week for both of us. Gage three and zero. I'm flexing. Plus six hundred dollars. Wow. Me two zero and one plus five hundred dollars. Love that. That puts us at on the season. Gage five and one plus eight hundred. I'm three two and one plus a hundred dollars. Now we got all this money to spend. Who are you spending on it? Spending it on this week. Great question. My top pick. What I'm most confident in. Steelers getting a point against the Raiders. I don't think the Steelers are going to lose to the Raiders. No, I, I think I like your chances there. Thank yeah, you. thank you. That's that's. I mean, both teams are interesting. Steelers are in a dogfight here with Browns right now, but uh, yeah, I like the Steelers there too. Even though it's, I think it's Raiders at home. Yeah, it is. Mike I mean, Tomlin. Do you think of the Raiders though as like a team that just no? You walk into their no. house and it's a tough. You could have stopped talking. You could have stopped talking right there. I said no. Yeah. <laughs> do I think of the Ra- what do I think of the Raiders? No. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. I don't think anything of the Raiders. They're just a team. They're in the league. They are, yes. <laughs> they are just in the league. Sorry, Raiders fans. Uh, you had your time in the 80s, like, you know, my Cowboys had my time in the 90s, but we're good now. We're, we're better than the Raiders. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <clears throat> my second pick. Bang, bang. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> but, yes, I'm picking the Niners, and it's a big, big number, minus 10.5 against the New York football Giants. But no Saquon, likely. This week for the Jets, or the Giants, excuse me, on a short week, home opener for the Niners. I just, I see this being a murder on television. It could be bad. It could be real bad. Yeah, I think that number 10.5 is right about where it should be. Daniel Jones, you had a good comeback, but that was against the Cardinals, who are probably going to have one of the worst records in the league. And with your best player available. Yeah. This team is going to be in the championship game, probably. 
They're going to fuck you up. I'm sorry. <laughs> they are. It's not going to be pretty. Kyle's coming for blood. <clears throat> if the Giants... <laughs> I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. The Giants win on Thursday. I'll drink another buzz ball next time. <laughs> Perfect. Shake on it. Yeah. Shake on it. Because <laughs> you liked it so much. That's why you're doing it. It actually isn't that bad. <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're not bad. But if the Giants beat the Niners, I will drink another buzz ball <laughs> next week. Nice. I love that. I promise you I will. <laughs> okay, good. Great. <laughs> I'm in. I'm, I'm all for it. Last one I'm picking the Chargers. It's a pick em against the Vikings. You know, us picking the games so early in the week, it's tough. The lines are funky. But we're doing it for you. Listening no no injury report out. Sorry, uh, Gabe Caro. Sorry, Jeremy. Vikings are going on three. So you're taking the Chargers. I don't hate it, but I don't love it either. Uh, my my $300 pick this week is going to be the Philadelphia Eagles minus five and a half at the Buccaneers. The Eagles really haven't shown what That's they're capable of yet. And, 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 they're, like. and they're undefeated. And they're undefeated. And they still haven't shown what they're capable of. Also, Tampa Bay, I think, might be a little over their heads being 2-0 and so far. Um, so I'm going to take the Eagles to kind of go in there and take care of business. Yeah. $200 game, taking Detroit, minus 3.5 at home versus the Falcons. Another team that I expect to come back to earth a little bit, the Falcons, that is. And Detroit, you know, they lost a, left, a tough one, a left one, a tough one against uh, <laughs> against Seattle this past weekend in overtime. So I like them to bounce back. And I am going to go against you with the Minnesota Vikings in my last game. Love it uh, against the Chargers. I I kind of don't like either of these teams as a whole right now. They just like you know with the Chargers, we got Brandon Saley, who I I know I say it, I'm beating a dead horse. <laughs> But not my favorite coach. They're both 0-2, by the way. Both 0-2. And then on the other side, we've got Kirk Cousins, who's just a very Jimmy G average type quarterback that I don't love. But he's you know he, he does get the job done here and there. So, But I am going to take the home team in this, this situation. I love picking pick picks, too. <laughs> that sounded bad. I love picking... Yeah, you know, yeah pick games. Pick yeah. games, yeah. yes. And I don't blame you because you can just really just take the team that you think you like better. Exactly. It's as simple as that. I'm picking a better quarterback... I will give you that. Maybe not a better coach team, but pick the better quarterback. Yeah. I, I feel like, and, and I think it's easy for me to say Minnesota because I felt like they were going to do better this season than L.A. Mm-hmm. or the Chargers. It's weird saying L.A. when it's Chargers. That doesn't sound right. But, yeah. So, I, I like uh, like Minnesota to get their first one this week. Watch them tie. That will be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Also, just a modification to the rules that we set in place about not being able to pick in the same game, we can. We're, 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 we're setting that straight. We can't pick the same game, just not the same team. So, have we, have we ever picked the same team in the past? Do you remember? We did that a handful of times last year. A handful of times, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that, it makes more sense that way. Yeah, I think it's better to not pick the, uh, pick the same team. No. All righty. It's time for what? That was easy. It's last call. Yeah, buddy. Um, anything from you, sir? Um, this is the most intoxicated I've been on this podcast <laughs> in a little while. The buzz ball's hitting differently. Nice. nice. Cheers to that. Cheers. Hey. <laughs> Why don't you watch it down a little more with that IPA? Okay. <laughs> I was going to put Carlos signs, but I didn't realize yep. that you put him in there already. Yep. I was a little sneaky with that one. Uh, the Fortnite Championship happened in Napa this past weekend at Silverado Resort. Didn't go. I just... I wanted to go maybe CSTP, but I heard they were a letdown, so I'm glad that I didn't make that commitment. I... little surprising to me in that regard because I saw STP like a year ago. Yeah. At Aftershock. It was awesome. I mean, they just played... I mean, played all the hits. They played all the hits. Yeah. Now, it could have been... Now, th- this report came from Danny, and he could have just been like over the day... And like was maybe slightly underwhelmed and just said fuck it, I'm, this is boring. But nonetheless, he said it was he would said it was no good. But anyways, uh, Sahith Thagala won the Fortnite championship. This guy, I you don't know. Be, you should have had me try to pronounce that. <laughs> yeah, I would have had no chance. Do you know who this is though? No. This is the guy that uh, our you know former classmate Zach Sims has caddied for, and wow, and his. Um, Little like I don't know if it's a company or what. Perfect Pure, Golf. Perfect Golf. They have a like a somewhat of a partnership with uh, with wow. Tagala. Yeah. 
So cool for, for cool for him, cool for them. Um, yeah, he got the dub. So the dude's a pro. He's a pro. Yeah, but he probably has played this. Yeah, he's played this tournament before. But he's probably like he probably practices. You know, if it's, if it's through Perfect and Zach Sims. Well, I don't know where he's actually from originally, but no, somehow I don't, think, no, I don't got, think I don't think he's from here. Yeah, but I don't know. Somehow they've got you know come up with some kind of partnership. I guess I, I just assume given you know Zach Sims, I think was from Napa. Yeah, they probably practice here. Oh, I'm sure they play there all the time. Yeah. Wow, that's that's yeah. really cool. I like that a lot. Right. Shout out to Perfect <clears throat> Golf. Yes, go follow them on uh, on Instagram. They do some. Some fun stuff. On, yeah, yeah on, they're great. Yeah, they're awesome. Um, and shout out to Zach for uh, for his guy winning. Did, but he wasn't catting for him, was he? Not not this weekend, no. But I think oh, he oh, has a couple times before. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool stuff. Also, the earthquakes, baby, San Jose. Big win this past weekend. I actually caught the last like thirty minutes of this game because uh, I was getting really bored watching. Uh, Jones. You know, bad college football oh. <laughs> on Saturday night. Uh, they beat Salt Lake uh, two to one. They now hold the final final Western Conference playoff spot with five games left in the year. Hey, Quakes playoff soccer that could hey. be fun. We're not gonna go, but because <laughs> because we're we're a bunch of bullshitters. Yeah, but I'm I'm about it. Give give me more of it. All right, we got uh, about a quarter left of this Steelers. Browns game, 22-19 Browns. They got the ball. Who do you got winning? This is in Pittsburgh. I'm going to say the Browns because I want Pittsburgh to beat the Raiders being 0-2 because I think they're going to think it's going to be a must-win next week. A little more urgency. Yes. Fair fair point. The Browns get to 2-0. That would be, I mean, to me, a little bit of shock. I did not have them having a good season. I don't think I did either. It's, it seemed like kind of, uh, you know, up in the air with Deshaun now getting his first, like, full season with the team. See how he does. He was kind of shitty last year. But, but you know, you, you win this game, but at what cost with Nick Chubb probably being out for... You know, yeah. I, I see gruesome knee injury. He, he's not playing next that week. That sounds ACL-ish, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's a tough one. But we'll go, uh, we'll tune in to the rest of this game. Thank you all for watching. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Hopefully we get this video up on YouTube this week. (laughs) Sorry for everyone that likes to watch us. We'll see you next time. Peace.